0: Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveller podcast, part of the Informed Traveller radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On our show this week, we are going to talk about using vacation rental properties. More specifically, we'll discuss 12 tips for booking a vacation rental property. That's the title of a blog from travel writer and blogger Alyssa Watson. You'll find it on her website, likewhereyou'regoing.com. And I must admit, I haven't used sites like Airbnb or VRBO, so it'll be good to get some advice. Plus, we'll head to Waterton National Park in southern Alberta and learn about one of the few hotels open in winter in Waterton. It's the Waterton Glacier Suites. And then we'll switch from winter in Waterton to winter in Florida and learn about what's new to see and do in Kissimmee, Florida. But as I mentioned, let's start things out talking about 12 tips for booking a vacation rental. That's the title of a blog from travel writer and blogger Alyssa Watson. You'll find it on her website, likewhereyouregoing.com. And Alyssa joins us now to share some of those tips. Hi, Alyssa. Hello, Randy. Uh, so tell me, how many times have you used uh, sites like Airbnb and VRBO and those types of sites?
1: Oh, probably at least a couple of dozen times. I've stayed in vacation rentals, whether they're strictly Airbnb or VRBO. So it's been a few years.
0: Yeah. So what, what do you like about them?
1: Honestly, they are my preferred way to travel. They're my favorite type of accommodation. Um, Boutique hotels are great, but a vacation rental is just so much more personalized. I find that I get a lot more local information from the hosts every time we get to know a host when we check in somewhere. Um, I also love having, you know, the comfort of home amenities like, you know, my own coffee maker or a nice balcony or patio to look out from. I find that those are kind of lacking at a lot of hotels. So there's so many perks that I love about vacation rentals.
0: But there's some things you should know. Like if you're you're like me, you've never booked one before. So we got 12 tips for booking a vacation rental on sites like Airbnb. I doubt if we'll get to all 12. But uh, you mentioned that reading the reviews is uh, one of the big ones, I think.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. That would probably be my number one tip. Um, it seems kind of obvious, but really don't skip on the reviews. So what I like to do is make sure there's at least five detailed reviews that tell you a little bit about the property. So if if there are reviews that say, oh, this place was great and met all of our needs, that doesn't really give you an indication of what types of things people liked or didn't like about the property. So when I go through reviews, I love to look for things that are important to me, so proximity to attractions or transportation, that type of thing. But also I look for things um, that would be a negative experience for me. So for instance, if you don't have a lot of mobility, make sure there are no reviews that mention that there were a lot of stairs that weren't mentioned in the description of the property. Sometimes I have found hidden pieces of information that um, don't really tell the story of the property. So definitely look through the reviews. Um, sometimes the descriptions aren't the best and you can get a lot more information from the reviews themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you also mentioned too the make sure photos uh, are there and, and photos of the exterior, which helps, right?
1: Yeah, this is probably my second biggest tip is to get photos of what the outside looks like. Google Maps is great, but I find that especially if you're visiting a new city or A neighborhood that you're unfamiliar with, having photos of the exterior really help with just feeling better about knowing you've arrived at your destination. And this is really important, especially if you're arriving at night. Um, Sometimes it's a little hard to see. You're kind of going through the neighborhood, especially if it's in more of a residential area and you're staying in. Maybe a garden suite or a basement suite you want to know exactly what you're looking for
0: can you really save money uh, versus a hotel? I know hotels are pretty smart too they uh, they find ways to add little amenities in there uh, so can is it really a, a big price difference do you find
1: um, It definitely depends on what city you're visiting in um, and what part of the world you're at we've I have found that um, If you are staying in a very busy touristy area, you just get a lot more choices as far as unique places to stay and potentially with um, better amenities. So maybe a small kitchenette so you can save money traveling by Mm. cooking some of your own food. Uh, However, I have saved money. I have been able to negotiate a few times with some uh, Airbnb and VRBO hosts. Um, you don't really get a huge discount, but I've been able to save up to 20% mm. on staying several nights in a row. And this is just by contacting the host before you actually book the property. Um, on both platforms, there is a spot where you can message the hosts in advance. And I don't ask for a discount right away. Usually what I do is introduce myself, uh, let them know why I'm considering their property, what I'm doing in the area, what, what types of things I'm interested in. And so I just start to build a little bit of a rapport first and get get kind of a vibe going with the hosts. Um, after that, I will ask for a small discount Sometimes they say no, sometimes they say yes. So it Never
0: hurts it to ask, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lots of great tips. You can find uh, the uh, blog, 12 Tips for Booking a Vacation Rental on Sites like Airbnb, on Alyssa's uh, website, likewhereyouregoing.com. Alyssa Watson, travel writer and blogger. It was uh, great chatting with you, Alyssa. Thank you.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Randy.
0: Well, if you're looking for a quick, quiet winter getaway, look no further than Waterton National Park in southern Alberta. There's lots of winter activities to enjoy, and you can spend a few nights at the Waterton Glacier Suites. So joining us now to tell us more about the Waterton Glacier Suites and Waterton in winter in general is Shamir Sulman. He is the owner of the Waterton Glacier Suites. The website is watertonsuites.com. Hi, Shamir. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Uh, the Waterton Glacier Suites is one of the few hotels open all year round in Waterton. That makes it, uh, in that uh, specific sense, it makes it unique uh, in itself, right?
2: Big time. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's only one of two hotels that stay open year round. Uh,
0: And I've been to Waterton in the summertime and it can be very busy. I would imagine you would pretty much have the whole town to yourself uh, in the winter, making it a different uh, kind of stay, wouldn't it?
2: You know what? It's a different experience. And I've owned the hotels for 30 years and I love it in the winter. Uh, if you've ever been there in the summer, which you have, you know the hustle and bustle mm-hmm. and the crowds. And uh, in the winter, it's it's a serene atmosphere where you feel like you have this park all to yourself.
0: Because it is a beautiful area. For people who don't know uh, the area of Waterton, maybe just kind of describe it.
2: So Waterton is right on the border of Montana, Alberta, and BC in Alberta. So we are right in the southern corner of the province uh, where the mountains meet the prairies. And... It is just—it it almost like the mountains just come up from nothing. So it's—it's it's this beautiful. And again, I'm biased from uh, <laughs> from Waterton Park. To me, it's the prettiest park in in in, in Alberta by far. Uh, you know, it's just got that valley. It's got the Prince of Wales that lies right up on the bluff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a little village. Uh, so it's it's got a very, uh, to me, a very European feel where that small everybody's owner operated. Uh, there's no big signs, everybody's, you know, got their own wood-carved signs. you know everybody that owns uh, all the businesses there. And in the wintertime, um, you know, you, you get this landscape all to yourself to hike, bike, uh, cross-country ski, snowshoe. Uh, there's a lot of activities, there's just not the crowds that people are used to. So if you want that environment where it's just you, it's just your thoughts, a few beautiful restaurants, a few couple of hotels open, and you get this place to yourself. Oh, it's an experience like no other.
0: Oh, I would think so. Uh let's talk about the uh, hotel itself, the Waterton Glacier Suites. I do understand there's some renovations going on. So what's it what people what are people going to notice when it's all done?
2: Well, so we have finished all but eight rooms. So most of the renovations are finished and uh it's it, we did a full gut job. So new walls, new carpets, new furniture, new design Um, You know, kind of knew everything. So we really brought it right up to, you know, today's five star standard as far as rooms go. Um, And then in the lobby, of course, we've got the Red Rock Trattoria uh, Italian cuisine, which has been rated the highest rated restaurant in Waterton Park all year long, whether it be summer or winter uh, for the past uh, four years since I built it. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a great little experience, a great little getaway with a touch of luxury in the middle of winter.
0: Nice. Uh, we are in this time of COVID and I don't want to dive into too many details because people can go on your website, Waterton, watertonsweets.com and, and look at all the safety protocols that are in place. But two years in now, I, and I've always said this, the hospitality and hotel industry have done just an amazing job, I think from day one, trying to make sure that their guests are safe and everything like that. So, so you do have those in, in place. And I think by now you, you're probably pretty used to it, right?
2: We are, you know, I I, I got to commend my entire crew. You know, they've been with us for years and years, and they've been working diligently. Uh, you know, they, they go in, they make sure uh, they use all the latest uh, cleaning and safety products. Uh, we don't go into your room unless you call us in. So if you're comfortable, uh, just kind of being left alone, no problem. If you want us to come in and and take care of you uh, and clean up and 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 uh, whatever you would like. That's no problem either. So we sort of leave it up to you, uh, and it's, you know, outdoor entrances, so it's, you know, there's not too many outdoor areas in which we need to keep sort of clean or you need to worry about most of your time is spent either in your room or outside.
0: Let's talk about the uh, accommodations themselves, the suites themselves. Uh, What kind of different options are uh, people looking at?
2: So it's an all suite property. Uh, the first floor are the deluxe suites and they're all one bedroom units. So a king bed in the bedroom. Uh, they have a living room with a pull out double sofa bed and then uh, brand new bathrooms with all with uh, oversized walk-in showers. Uh, so that's the, the deluxe suites and they're all finished. The renovations are complete. Uh, then there's the loft units, which are my favorite. Uh, I'm a little biased. They're two <laughs> levels. Uh, you walk in again, brand new bathrooms, Uh, They do have, um, uh, you know, the big oversized uh, walk-in showers. Uh, They've got a Murphy bed, a pull-out bed downstairs in the living room area with, of course, fireplaces in all of our units. And then upstairs on the second floor is a queen bed with another powder room upstairs. So you can travel with your family and you do have, you know, one and a half bathrooms. It gives you that space where, you know, you're not all crammed into one bathroom uh, and it, they, all of our rooms have balconies. And then currently, all of our romantic suites are uh, they almost finished. They're kind of in the middle. Uh, all of those have king beds, again, the, the brand-new uh, oversized showers, and they all have soaker tubs in the room. So uh, those are going to be gorgeous when they're finished. And they're almost there, um, but we're just uh, you know, waiting on supplies as everyone is Hmm. dealing with supply shortages and all in in the country right now.
0: Mhm. Are the same amenities offered in winter as well as uh in summer?
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, same same room, same amenities, uh same restaurant, same everything uh,
0: year-round. Talk about the spa just for a bit. So the spa
2: is only open in the summertime unfortunately. Um and that's the Serenity Spa. Uh, it's a great quaint little spa. It's got you know a few a few rooms uh, for massages, facials, mannys, petties. They actually do haircuts as well um There's a beautiful hairdresser there that does an amazing job so uh, you know the services are all done by eminence uh which are all natural products uh that line is brought in and and we get training just from them so it's a great little spot, unfortunately, it's only open May till October. Uh, but if you're in there in the summer, it's definitely the place to visit.
0: Well, let's look ahead to spring and summer. Uh, should people, because we have mentioned that uh, Waterton you can get very busy, should people be thinking about uh, booking uh, now or in the next uh, little while for a summer trip there? You know what, I,
2: I always tell everyone, people will call and say, is it too early to book? No, book now. Uh, I would tell you that both the hotels that, that I own are over 70% full already. Uh, That's coming into summer of 2022. So call book now. You can always cancel or adjust your plans. Our cancellation policies are very favorable. Uh, You know, so I I would tell you book right away um, because, yeah, it does fill up and look for specials. There's always specials in May, early June. That's when I would tell people to visit uh, or even late into the summer. Uh, you know, late September, mid-September, which is my favorite month. But Mm -hmm. um, those are the times that you want to go, and and that's when you get in great deals. Uh, and look at all the hotel websites. Uh, I know at the Bayshore uh, and Waterton Glacier Suites, they will be doing, you know, b- b- get your third night for free, and there's golf packages, spa packages. So take advantage of
0: those. Uh, Shamir Sulman is the owner of the Waterton Glacier Suites, one of uh, two places that are open in winter. Got to visit it in the wintertime. It sounds gorgeous. Watertonsuites.com is the website. Uh, thanks for your time, Shamir. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Well, Florida has always been a popular vacation spot for many people, and that includes the area of Kissimmee, Florida. And that's because there's so much to see and do, it's really hard to know where to begin. So to give us some ideas and insight on what there is to see and do in the Kissimmee area of Florida is Samantha Carrera. She is the account manager for Experience Kissimmee. The website is experiencekissimmee.com. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Samantha.
3: Hi, Randy. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Well, tell me all about Kissimmee. What's it known for? First of all, I guess we should do a geographical lesson because um, I think a lot of people might have been to Kissimmee without even knowing it because it's so close to Orlando, right?
3: Yeah, it really is. So Kissimmee, for those who don't know, is actually located in the heart of central Florida. It's about 30 minutes roughly from Orlando International Airport. And it's in with, within minutes of a lot of the world-famous theme parks. So Disney World, uh, Universal Orlando, SeaWorld Orlando, or some of the biggies nearby. Um, we're a family-friendly destination with a number of wonderful eco-friendly and nature-based activities right in our own backyard. And we're also known as the vacation home capital of the world, with over 50,000 vacation home rentals available, perfect for the entire family to enjoy.
0: Well, let's start with uh, the attractions, because uh, there's so many things to see and do in uh, Kissimmee. Uh, And and I think being so close to the Orlando airport really helps, too, right?
3: It really does. And I mean, as mentioned, the very popular attractions nearby um, are Disney World, Universal Orlando and SeaWorld Orlando. But for those not wanting to go to the theme parks, there's still a lot to do and see in the area. Um, you know, there's something for everyone. There's hot, hot air balloon rides that you can take at sunrise or sunset and it's a really great experience. There's airboat rides, uh, dinner shows, fantastic shopping, um, great dining, a lot of spas. So there's really something for everybody there.
0: Uh, can we talk about some of maybe the the new things, maybe at Walt Disney uh, World Resort, uh, there's SeaWorld, you mentioned, there's Legoland. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So uh, what are some of the things coming up for this year um, in the summer or maybe in the fall and winter?
3: Yeah, so there's quite a bit. So at Legoland, they're actually opening up a Peppa Pig theme park, um, and that's next month in February. We're really excited about this um, because it's going to open as a certified autism center um, and we'll also have accessible rides for visitors in wheelchairs. So that's a really great thing. Um, as far as SeaWorld, they're actually launching their first launch coaster also in February of this year. It's called the Icebreaker for anybody seeking thrills, um, <laughs> and, and anybody who enjoys roll, roller coasters. Um, it actually boasts one of the steepest vertical drops in all of Florida. So that should be very exciting. One additional um, new thing coming in 2022. Well, it actually it started uh, at the end of 2021, but will continue throughout the year. We're really excited about Cirque du Soleil's partnership with Disney on um, a new show called Drawn to Life. It, uh, as mentioned, it combines the iconic memory makers uh, from Cirque du Soleil and Disney, and it'll feature 10 distinctive acrobatic performances. So, that should be a great time as well.
0: Tell me about the Gator Park and this drive through safari park. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds like it's a lot of fun.
3: It is, yes. Coming to Wild Florida in 2022, uh, visitors can expect to see two rhinoceroses, two new ones, at the drive through safari park um, by. And they're also going to be adding celebrations for uh, Gator Week, which takes place May 23rd to May 28th, 2022, and also on Sloth Day, which is October 20th, 2022.
0: So give me some tips for someone like myself who has been to the Orlando area, but uh, very briefly, uh, never really spent time in uh, Kissimmee. So what do I need to know? Uh, When's a good, when's the best time to visit? All those little things that uh, you might tell uh, some of your friends saying, hey, this is what you need to do, or this is a good, helpful tip.
3: Um, So for anybody visiting first time or hasn't been and is wondering when's the best time to go, We always like to direct them to our website, experiencekosimi.com, because it's just a great resource, and it's filled with information on where to stay and a lot of sample itineraries. So if you're going with a family, there's itineraries for that. If it's a girls' getaway, couples' trip, um, you know, for anybody that maybe isn't as familiar with the area and is looking for help in planning, it's a really great resource. Um, And we're actually really pleased to be featured in all of the major tour operator packages, including Air Canada Vacations. Transat holidays, WestJet vacations, and travel brands. So that's another really great one-stop shop um, when booking vacations to central Florida and staying in Kissimmee.
0: And no shortage of uh, accommodation options, right? So if you are traveling maybe with uh, a bigger group like a family, multi-generational family, or even a bigger family, you you can accommodate just about anybody, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the main appeals of staying in Kissimmee are our uh, vacation homes. As I mentioned, we're the vacation home capital of the world with over 50,000 to choose from. Um, So a lot of these homes are actually larger than life estates that have hosted athletes and musicians and celebrities. Um, They feature private pools, game rooms, theaters, themed rooms. So if your kid really loves Mickey Mouse or (laughs) Elsa or Harry Potter, you know, we have or Star Wars, we have these themed Room, but I mean, we also have a lot of vacation homes at different price points. There are modest, you know, one or two bedroom cottages, um, up to 15 bedroom mega mansions. So there's something for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I, always, I always say that's an overused term, but there really is. Uh, yeah, no matter what kind of uh, you know, family type you have, or if it's just a couple, uh, you, you can accommodate it, right?
3: Exactly, yeah.
0: So when is the best time to visit? I know I've been to Florida in July. It can get pretty hot. <laughs> so <can>. uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're not used to that, is, is maybe shoulder season a, a good time to look at uh, going to uh, Kissimmee?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, if you don't mind the heat, then by all means, July and August. Um, but I can also speak from personal experience, those months can be quite, um, quite warm, and um, especially if you are hitting the theme parks, Um, it's a lot of walking, it's a lot of outdoors. So I would say, you know, in the winter months and in the fall, there's a lot to do as well. There's a lot of Halloween um, festivals at Universal, at Disney, at SeaWorld, a lot of holiday festivals as well in November and December. That's a great draw. Um, So, yeah, that's what I would suggest.
0: Uh, We'd be remiss if we didn't mention, uh, you know, COVID and those types of things. I don't want to get bogged down by details. But if people uh, are concerned about that, they can go on your website too, right?
3: Yes, absolutely. So um, just understanding that vacations require additional planning and preparation these days, of course, um, Experience Kissimmee actually partnered with a major healthcare system in Florida known as Advent Health to provide a safety hub for all visitors. So this planning tool allows visitors to explore resources and stay up to date with safety information before traveling. Um, and it's just a really great tool all around. All around, and we recommend any visitors access
0: it. Mm-hmm. And again, the website is experiencekissimi.com. I was looking there, and I was wondering with all these uh, places to go, like Universal and uh, Disney, and, and obviously you need tickets for this, but you can get those on your website too. So it really is a kind of a one-stop place to, to get everything. And and I would imagine you want to get your tickets in advance if you are planning a trip, right?
3: Yes, so um, there's different capacity limits and um, different restrictions at the parks right now. Um, for instance, Disney does have capacity limits, so we are recommending that anybody wanting to go books early. We don't want people to show up and be disappointed. Um, and especially with Disney, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary. It kicks off August first, or sorry, October first of 2021, and mm-hmm. will go on for 18 months. So there's a lot, um, you know, new attractions. New spectaculars to take in, um, but that, you know, it's, it's been very popular. So we are advising that you have a look at the website, book early to avoid any disappointment.
0: I don't want to put you on the spot, but what's your favorite thing to do in Kissimmee?
3: Oh, God. It's, you know what? I, I know this is going to sound so cliche, but it's it's really hard to choose because, you know, on the one hand, I, I love the theme parks. I'm a sucker for Disney. Um, I love Universal and Harry Potter World. and but there's, there's so many other things like the hot air balloons, the, the spas, the outdoor adventure going on an airboat is so cool. And it's, you know, there is staying in the vacation homes and having these, private pool, pools, and and it's just really a great destination with a little bit of something for everybody.
0: It does sound like a lot of fun. You can find uh, lots of information on the Experience Kissimmee website, experiencekissimmee.com. And Samantha Carrera is a public relations account manager for Experience Kissimmee. It was fun chatting with you, Samantha. Thank you. Thank
3: you so much. is great chatting with you,
0: too. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know, leave a review, tell a friend, or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler or follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.